And welcome back to the cooling rack. Ooh. <laughs> we sound so much better. This <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling, though, that we're going to think that we sound better, and then all of a sudden it's going to be like, oh, no. <laughs> I still wonder about the air conditioning, but, you know, Do we're going to have fun. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Uh, we basically realized that we've had the mic on the wrong setting for a year and a half. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to The Cooling Rack. This is a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze o- and over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I am Michael. And this week was Cake Week. It was Cake Week. The first week. Yes, it was. <laughs> I had to like think on that for a second. Yes, it was. And it's good to be back. It is. You know, it is. I know we did our little prep week thing, but I mean, it's like good to be back with the show. Good to be back with like Rochelle and Bruno and Dan and Julia yeah. and like, yeah, it's fun. Definitely. And Cake Week is always a great week to like, get, just get started on uh-huh. because you get to see a lot of pretty things, fun things, a lot of techniques, yeah. personalities start to come out very, very quickly. And it's usually a really good introduction to the bakers, which I think we got this time around yes. as the first episode. Yes. Yeah. Ever, I feel like I, I mean, well, and you and I also did watch all of them meet the bakers. So I, I can't quite separate that out because I feel like I know the bakers like pretty well through mm-hmm. the TV. Um, <laughs> Best friends forever. Yeah, but like, you know, I, I think that um, this first episode of season two comes up, like it's it's strong, it makes a good first impression and it doesn't stumble where the original first episode sometimes did. Mm. I do still think that the episode is, and it would be just really nice if CBC would let them like hour and a half episodes for the first three weeks or something just until it gets eliminated the number of bakers like how sometimes with like drag race there were just like episodes where like next week's episode's 90 minutes there's just a lot on the runway so it's long right and i wish that they would let them do that because particularly in the signature bakes which is the first bake Mm -hmm. It was just like, you barely even had time to read the text on screen of the name, like the baker and the the cake that they actually did. Um, So I'm still looking forward to when we kind of hit that little bit of a slower pace, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's been like a great improvement. I agree. They should make it 90 minutes for the first couple weeks, and then for the remaining weeks, when it can be an hour, just play like old reruns of 22 minutes for <laughs> the rest of the season. Yeah, It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah, It'll right? be fine. <laughs> we'll work it out. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm liking it, though. Yeah. Um, I can't quite figure out what point in the summer it was filmed, because no one seems too hot yet. Yeah. And I wasn't here for most of the summer, so... And there um, also weren't a lot of leaves on the trees, but I couldn't tell if that was the time of year, or if it's just not great landscaping (laughs) at Lawrence and Bayview. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's good. What do you think? I thought it was really great to be able to get back, like we were saying earlier, back to Rochelle and Bruno being around. Um, I think... I don't know if it's uh, Rochelle just getting more comfortable, but we're getting, like, top, like, cream rocheted from day one. From day one. She basically ran around telling people that their cakes were going to be bad before they even put them in the (laughs) oven. (laughs) And I loved when she was just like, hmm... 
don't replace flour. Like, <laughs> I know. You know. She's like, mm, don't you think those mangoes are basically going to fall apart when you put them in the oven? <laughs> I love it. I love Rochelle so much. She's, Definitely. She's my fave. Yeah, it's nice seeing all the characters back. Though I will say, I feel like Dan Levy and David from Schitt's Creek are very Getting closer. Uh, they're converging into a singularity. Yeah. Uh, and when that happens, we're all going to be sucked into a giant black hole and humanity will end as we know it. I'm excited for the great Canadian <laughs> baking show Schitt's Creek crossover. Oh my gosh. Like, oh Schitt's gosh. Creek, it, like, oh it gets gosh. filmed in Schitt's Creek. And he and- needs to be in character. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and he, I, I he, love it. Or even if they do, I would love if they did like a micro crossover where um, even if it's not like baking show, there is like a baking competition comes to Schitt's Creek and he auditions oh, to be the oh, judge. I'm so down. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, so down right? for this. Uh-huh, I'm so uh-huh. down for this. Yeah. yeah. Little, little ecosystem, little universe creation. A hundred percent down. Yeah. Cool. Oh my God. Great. All right, so I guess if you're new to us and you haven't heard the previous years, the way we kind of do every episode is uh, we talk smack for the first 15 minutes. <laughs> but then we go through, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We go through the signature bake, then we go through the technical challenge, and then we go through Showstopper. And this year, because Michael convinced me, I am not a gambling man, but because Michael convinced me to do I'm it. not a gambling man. What do, you, what do you call it? What is it called? The baking bracket. The baking bracket. We're actually going Ala to fantasy have, football. We have to go back. I don't know what that is. I don't know what football is. We have to go back and talk about how wrong I was last week. And yeah. how right Michael was this Correct. Week. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like really pleased. When I was watching on Wednesday night, snaps around the couch. I was like, yeah, it he's was like, great. He's gloating already. Okay. Um, so this week's signature bake was an upside down cake, an upside down cake of any kind, um, and they went and did it. We also usually talk about the origins. Ooh. Um, is it the technical bake, or do we do all of the bakes? I don't remember. Me neither. But y'all know what an upside down cake is, so we don't have so to go through So basically what happened is, like, one time someone, like, was like, okay, well, I want to put fruit on a cake, right? <laughs> and so they said, well, I want to cook it with the fruit, though, so it assumes the flavor. So they, like, put it in a tin, baked it, and then we're like, oh, how does it get out? I flip it upside down. Voila, the origins of upside down cake. <laughs> yeah, and that was circa uh, 1995, maybe, when Michael was born. <laughs> All right, so the first bake we had out was uh, Sashin, and he baked a chai spice pear upside down cake. Uh, Yes. So, okay, I thought it was like really pale. (laughs) Just like really, really pale. Um, I'm also trying to think, I haven't really eaten a lot of like chai flavored things before mm. so i couldn't really speak to what the flavor of it would be but i like pear i just thought that like his whole cake like the cake the pears the everything it just looked kind of like pale it was very one color yes you know even if he had put like a single strawberry on the top just for color mm. like you know yeah, that would have been nice. Like, I've had, I've had <laughs> like, uh, growing up, my dad would be, like, cooking dinner or something, and mm-hmm. it would be, like, you might have, like, chicken and rice and then, like, potatoes, and they were all a kind of similar <laughs> color. Yeah. So he would sometimes be like, oh, well, here, I'm just going to, like, cut up some tomato just so it's a different color on the plate as well. And just because, for him, yeah. it was, like, a touch of color, so it doesn't look so samey. And Sachin's cake was kind of missing. It was samesies. Yeah, Yeah. that's also what people use parsley on. It's like a giant plate of, like, 
cream pasta and like the pasta's white, the cream is white, the chicken's white. So like just a little little bit of parsley on top for flavor and Sprinkle. color. But overall apparently the flavor was very good. I would yeah. have eaten it. I mean I would have eaten it again. Yeah. I can't say I'm like really familiar with chai as a flavor, but I can get into it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Timothy Fu from Edmonton, Alberta. Edmund from <laughs> Timothy, Alberta. <laughs> Baked a pear and lemon upside down cake, which was unfortunately a little bit messy. A little bit messy. Girl, Rochelle was like, your knife skills need work. Just like <laughs> flat out. Just like... it. So Timothy is young. Um, so are you. Yes. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, to me, it kind of feels... It, it's funny because sometimes it feels like he's almost being judged sometimes as a younger baker. Right. Where... Um, I don't feel like he was kind of properly had points taken off for like, well, your knife skills need work right. or whatever it was. And again, the the show, I mean, generally speaking, I think that the show is like pretty forgiving in terms of like, well, we see the concept you were going for. And again, since it's a show, sometimes it's like something comes out of the oven too hot because you're baking within a time limit. Yeah. So the cream yeah. a la Wendy, just like. We had a few creamy mistakes this week yes yes right but maybe you're like oh in figure skating no one ever says like oh well patrick shan x amount of years ago you're like 12 so we'll give you more leeway basically yeah is is that what you're suggesting yeah 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 Yeah, so i thought that his upside down cake was like it didn't look great but it had so what was what was the flavor again it was pear and lemon i believe really why was it so Utterly dark brown. Was there dark chocolate in it too? Because it was like, it was maybe it was just dark, a dark cake. Dark, <laughs> but it was dark. nice. But compared to Sachin's, even though his like was standing, um, it it at least like gave me some diversity to work with. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, so that's what I'm happy about. Okay, okay. Then we move on to Anne Marie, who baked a rosemary fig cake. Okay, so I don't like figs. Okay, well. um, and like rosemary. I would not ever have been like, I want that in the cake, please. So yeah. I probably would not have eaten the cake or I would, I would certainly not order the cake. Um, I thought it looked okay. I think that figs are really, they look very nice when they are baked. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So her cake looked interesting and everything, but to me it wasn't, it wasn't what I would probably um, eat. I quite liked it. It gave me like cornucopia vibes, you know, it gave me abundance vibes. Um, and rosemary and sweet, I've had it before. I like it. I like it. I do it. And there was honey in it as well. So it was a very like, what would you call it? A mature flavor cake. And frankly, I mean, we'll talk about this later, but I find it funny that she baked like a very, um, what's the word? Like a sophisticated rosemary sort of cake. And then her signature bake was like, or showstopper bake was like the exact opposite of that. Um, yeah, uh, mingling. We had a apple pecan and bourbon okay. upside down cake. Would eat one hundred percent. I thought hers also was one of the ones that looked the nicest. Mm-hmm. Like she had her like the nuts were nicely laid out. The yep. slices of it was peach. Sorry, who gonna lay those nuts? Um, it was an <laughs> apple pecan. Okay, so or sorry. Pecan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pecan, bourbon or pecan cake. if you're British. Pecan. pecan. Picking. What, what are you picking at? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I really really liked the look of hers, and I thought um, like she'd had like some caramel, I think, 
on the top of it too. It looked like when she was preparing it that she was kind of like adjusting some of it. Uh-huh. I just thought that her cake looked like amazing and I would definitely have eaten that. We also need to say that it was confirmed at this point that indeed from the Facebook uh, clips, which you can always see. Yes. At cbc.ca slash life, go to the Great the great Canadian Baking Show section, takes you to Facebook, those videos. The birthday party featured there was indeed for A her dog. petit chien. Yes, right? yes, I yes. I just want to say that. that. Uh, yeah, which, because we kind of thought that that well, she said She said her dog is better than, the, the, she's, she, the happiest day in her life was when she got her puppy, and it was better than when she got married. Yeah. Yeah. And that bake-off was also better than when she got married. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so it was... Uh, it so was we learned good. a lot about Mingling's life. So. <laughs> but beautiful cake, nonetheless. Yeah, she's great. I, I love her. Her energy is, like, so fun and funny. I love her energy. Like, everything ends in a laugh, though. It's like it's like that unsure, like, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, every, every sentence she has is how I would describe, like, Behemoth or Leviathan at Canada's Wonderland, like those roller coasters. It's like a lot of anxiety and then a rush of fear, and then, <laughs> and then you access joy at the end of it. So, like, every, Mengling, every one of Mengling's sentences is like, oh, I don't know about this. Oh, I really, this is going to be crazy. I don't love it. <laughs> it's like, it's just like this, this wave. It's like, oh. Oh wave God. after wave. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. After that, we move on to Tim, Mr. Home Hardware, Julian 2.0, Chocolatier Extraordinaire, and he made a triple berry cake. Yes. That- oh, my God. was fucking swimming in berries. And it was so strange because then when it came judging time, he was like, oh, I only had two minutes to decorate it. And it's like, then... Why are there so many berries here? So when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I get it. Like it's, it's, um, you know, what do you, what do you call it? It's like, it's like almost like scrappy, beautiful. It's very natural, right? Yeah. It's very like, I took the cake out and I ran it through a berry bush and like the berries that fall off, fell off the bush, just like, you know, like this is it. Yeah. This is like straight from the ground, yeah. nature valley, sort of like, you know, granola realness. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then even uh, Rochelle. Was so like, I, feel a smooth, yeah, I feel like a smoothie's <laughs> coming on. And she just like scooped away the berries. It was like, I just want to make it less messy. And, you know, <clears throat> I think that it's unfortunate because this is, again, what I'm talking about. Is yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. think that, like, I think that Tim was docked points for the fact that the presentation of his was messy in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that Timothy was mm. points. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, basically, Michael has a Tim versus Timothy going on this week. Yeah. It's very apparent. Well, I mean, that was the episode. So. Well, I guess that's true. So, the next up, we have Sadia. Um, Sadia Sadia's Ruby Jewels or a pistachio cranberry cake. Oh, God, yeah. And then she was schooled by Rochelle when she was like, because uh, her whole thing was like, oh yeah, I like, oh, yeah. I changed, I took out some flour and I instead used pistachio. And Rochelle was just like, well, when you take out flour and you add in nuts, you got oil. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I love how like um, pragmatically obvious that is in the baking world. Uh, after that, we had Wendy. So I didn't write down the Wendy Wendy's type of cake because as soon as Rochelle said ugly but delicious, I just kind of wrote that down yeah. instead. Yeah, it was, I believe that that's the first ugly but delicious of the season. Yeah. Because with Timothy's, they said that it tasted good, but there was not the actual line of ugly but delicious. Yeah. So, so we are up for count one on the ugly but delicious Crochet count yeah. for this season. Yes. Um, and then we had Megan, 
who I can't read my own writing here. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> Something with berries. Well, there was berries. I know in the middle that there was a mint cheesecake. And that to me is like, I would so eat that. Got it. Really beautiful. And then we come to Devin, Miss Thing. Oh, yes. Miss Thing. Miss yeah. Clean with yeah. the mango gingerbread cake, which Rochelle had delicately suggested maybe would lead to structural difficulties after being in the oven. But it actually came up quite She said it was the best cake that she'd had so far. Yeah. And so, I, But then I also wonder in terms of like filming around the square was, was like, like the, the, the second cake. one. Was like, it was the yeah. first cake yeah, and yeah, she yeah. was just joking, but we filmed it in. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then the last one we saw for the week, which challenged me both mentally and emotionally. Just it because, challenged me physically. Just because I, we know what he is capable of. We later saw yes. what he was capable of. Uh, was Andre, and I know it was a rhubarb cake, but I just wrote a uh, purple parquet cake because that was pretty much It what just it kind was. of looked like a, like a brain, you know? Just, it was, I get that rhubarb is that, but it's so funny because later on we'll have like Meng Ling bakes a cake where the inside is quite green and they're like, oh, it's a little green and I get that that's not a color that would naturally happen whereas that from rhubarb is a color that actually happens but like it reaches a point where it's like almost unnatural and it to me looks like unappetizing it was it was a bit much it was a bit much um but anyways of all the signature bakes which one was your was your favorite um mengling mengling yeah um for me, it's actually a bit of a tie between... I would eat Anne-Marie's cake. Okay. I like figs. I like rosemary. Um, but I also really like mango. So that's why it's like sort of Anne-Marie or Devon would be the ones that uh, are tied for me. Yummy. All right. So moving on to the technical challenge uh, for this week, we had an orange chiffon cake. Yes. And... We did our homework for this one, um, but there's no specific history to an orange chiffon cake. There's just a chiffon cake. So the recipe is credited credited to Harry Baker. Baker. Harry Baker. <laughs> the Harry Baker. The hairiest Baker. <laughs> We've had a few of those. Um, a California insurance salesman who turned into a caterer. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Like huh. downtown. So this is a new recipe. Yep, new recipe. <laughs> closet, he was an insurance salesman from the days of yore. Closet baking queen. Um, he actually lived from 1883 to 1974. Damn. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a long life. <laughs> so he actually kept the recipe secret for 20 years, and then he sold it to General Mills, who then put the cake recipe and marketing materials in the 40s and the 50s, and they're the ones that actually named it a chiffon cake. So we have no idea what Mr. Harry Baker called this cake. Harry's cake? Harry. A Harry cake? Harry's, Harry's, Harry's Baker's cake. Uh, Harry's was, cake bake. Thank you. Um, and apparently then it was part of a 14 recipe series that um, Betty Crocker, as a pamphlet, published in 1948. Huh. So this is some, like... 40s, 80s, nuclear family. Yeah. Just pre-nuclear, maybe, era cake. Uh, World War Two. Yes. I have clearly no idea when the nuclear era happened. Well, technically also during World War Two. <laughs> okay. Well, on a lighter note, we move on to the actual bakes themselves. So 10 bakes this week. You know, a challenge with this, as we mentioned every week, is that it goes through 
Like, they just go through them so fast. And especially in week one, mm-hmm. where every second is a fight to get on screen. Totally. Um, again, it's a little, it's a little fast, mm-hmm. but, um, okay. So like the big thing you and I, when we watched this segment, it was like glaze, like, like devil wears Prada. Why is no one ready? Why is nothing like, ready? Like the glaze, the only one, the only one who did it properly was Mangling. I know. And she, had to and pipe- she didn't even put enough on there. <laughs> I know. She did a little like, she did like a piping sort of like yeah. snakes and ladders approach. And to it, it seemed like, I think what happened, the other people might've actually properly done their glaze in terms of in the piping bag. It was fine. Or in whatever, like that they dumped it on, like it was fine. But the cake was, in my opinion, it was probably too hot. And that's what led to oh, it. Like yeah. going that back into like a liquidus where it like seeps into the cake, yeah. which would explain probably why a lot of the ones when they were like, Oh, it's not as fluffy is because their icing like sunk and condensed. Right. In the cake. There were some phase changes that happened, like the phases of matter shifts between them. You know, this is one thing I mentioned to you earlier uh, when we were watching it. So, Last season, and also on Bake Off, you see this all the time, which is, like, people take the giant effing cookie sheets and they fan the, the crap out yeah, of their cakes yeah, to cool yeah, them down. Yeah. It may have happened this season. I'm sure it has, but, like, I didn't really see any of that. Yeah. So it made me anxious. Okay, but I guess we can go through them. So Devin came in fourth. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Uh, so they said, like, good candy. I thought his glaze out of... Because, like I said, for me, like, glaze was the big issue here. Um, his was actually one of the, like, okay ones. Mm. Where... Because there were some where from the top, it didn't even look like glaze. Like, it didn't even have, like, a white sheen to it anymore. It just kind of had almost sunk and amassed the color of the cake. So it was kind of brownishy, yellowy, mm, whatever. Yeah. Um, so at least on the top, I thought his glaze was okay, and he did have some coming down the sides. But yeah. Like, yeah. I just wrote pool. Pool. Because it kind of pooled yeah. at the top. Yeah. It was like a little... It didn't really go over. It was like a donut-shaped pool of... Yes. Of liquid. Yeah. Uh, next up was Megan. She ended up in eighth. Um, yeah, she did not like candy well. And the cake had a bit of... Um, Oh, it, it had, like, a line in the side. It, it kind of was falling a little bit. Because yeah. it, it's difficult. She had a Humpty Dumpty cake. <laughs> she, had, she had a Humpty Dumpty cake. Andre came in third. I mean, there isn't much... I mean, I don't know what you have, but it was like, um, oh, well, when you come in third... Well, so the flavor on his seemed good. Like, the, the notes were all, like, the no bitterness and the candied. Like, the flavor of this is good. Um, and I feel like if it was based just on, like, flavor, uh, he might have won. Because, like, you know, as we'll see, some of the other bakers uh, had, like, bouncy cakes, but (laughs) we don't know the flavor as much. Amory was next. She came in sixth, sixth, sorry, and she, like, bottomed out. Yeah, well, the bottom of her cake fell out. (laughs) That's what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and she was found out because you know, like, how sometimes you'll, you'll watch Bake Off and then they'll be like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, put this here and put icing <laughs> on top and then and then you're like you're gonna get fed and then sometimes they don't right because it's just like maybe that wasn't this corner of the cake that they cut from or yeah, whatever right yeah, 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 yeah. and in this cake it was like she was found out she was totally found out yeah. she also just 
there was too much liquid in the candying, so she ended up boiling her. Like it was just sort of like boiled citrus, <laughs> not candied mm. citrus. Haven't you ever just wanted to eat a boiled piece of lemon? Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, and then we had Sashin who came actually came in first in the technical challenge. Yes. Um, okay, the, the bounciness showed. Yes. That showed. That that was like. Foomp. He had the best like, bounce. Jesus, that was that was good. But I did not think that his glazing was like. Great. It was a little drippy. And and the one thing for me is, uh, I felt like with almost all of the bakers, the way that they candied it was weird. Like when you think of candied something, yeah. they a lot of them had diced up one slice into four different pieces. It's like no, it's not like it's it's candied. Like it would be like the whole oh, like slice. whole fruit. The whole right, slice, like, like, you like know? the perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Then we had we then we had Tim. Yeah. Um, who had with the, the little <laughs> onion straws on the side. That was Ryan. Like right? I know that was Ryan. Well, no, I'm asking like, if that was oh, Ryan. Yeah. No. No. He just okay. got some onions and like. Cooked them. <laughs> no, no, I know it was. A... It just the I I yeah. Though I think the one thing with with Tim is that sometimes it's like edit, you know, like. Just, it seems like if there's the ingredients left or whatever, he he just puts oh, it all on the edit. plate, yeah, and yeah. that's why we had the like mountain of berries. Yeah, and he's not. It almost feels like he's not as comfortable to just like leave some of the plate visible, so he'll just put crap all around. It. To be fair, the icing was a bit short, so to speak. So yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that was a bit of like a yeah. Okay, well the icing's not really the glaze rather is not really working out. So <laughs> like let's just, just like, let's just put some stuff on it. Bloop. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's all. Uh, we had Meng Ling next who came in second. Um yeah, okay. So the right glaze. And thank God somebody did it right. Because I, I feel like in, in a case like this, it's gotta be hard for Bruno and Rochelle if because they're going down the line and they probably aren't necessarily looking at all of them mm. beforehand. Um so if everyone's glaze sucks, they kind of have to be like, well, this is like decent or, Oh, we're getting closer to the glaze. But like Mm. if someone has to come in first, right. Then like, if all of the glaze sucks, you still have to pick the best worst glaze. And that's not what happened. No, but but what I'm saying though, is that then with Meng Ling, they were like, Oh, Oh, this is actually what we were looking for. (laughs) And I was like, yep. So, <laughs> got it. Uh, I I thought her cake like seemed good, but but you know she just did like the lines of glaze. And yeah. It's like, girl, the cake is this tall. Like yeah. I need something with it. I know. know. I feel like, and of course, there's been so many episodes of all nationalities of baking shows, but this is the one technical challenge where I was sort of surprised that there wasn't even one that remotely looked like the one on the table. <laughs> At the beginning, yeah. All right, uh, but it's hard. I mean, I couldn't do it, mind you. I could not do any of this. So next up, we have uh, Timothy Fu, who was who came last, and who frankly continued to bake an upside <laughs> down cake. Oh my god, I wrote the same thing. I wrote the exact <laughs> poor guy. Same thing. Oh, the poor guy. I think he delivered a better upside down cake this time, but oh. that was not the goal. Yeah, so. I know. Okay. Uh, and then after that, uh, we had Wendy who came in ninth and she had not candied her. (laughs) Unfortunately, she kind of just like threw the citrus at it. Right. Like, uh, you know, a few slices here and there. (laughs) Michael has nothing to say to that. I I just like, I don't know. It was weird. And she did the thing I don't like where she, she quartered 
each slice of whatever. Uh, I see. And I think that was a design choice. Though. I know it was a design choice, but guess where that design was not? Uh, on right. the baker's cake. Got it. So. And then we had Sadia, who came in fifth, and who frankly kind of has landed up to now. Sort of, She's just kind of constantly in the middle. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah. You know, she's not really been, like, anything in particularly, like, strong. But I, I don't know, because when I saw her video, I was so excited. And right now, it's just a little little in the middle all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. So, she came in fifth. Was that your... Who was your guest for fifth in the Don't make me say this. I think it was Timothy. And he came in tenth. He came in tenth. Girl. Okay. What so. was your guess? Ming Ling. So, she did better. She did. She did do better. So, yeah. Just three away. So there we go. (laughs) Well, it's not even that part of the podcast yet, Michael. Okay. Well, now we're moving on (laughs) to the showstoppers. Uh Uh-huh. Not the signature. Michael and I were just talking about... We took a break, if you didn't notice. We were just talking about how last season, I kept on calling the showstoppers signature bakes because, to me, when you put all of yourself in something, that's your signature. Exactly. I think that's why they do that first. But, like, you don't stop the show early on. You don't stop the show 16 minutes in. Well, you haven't seen my... You stop the show six minutes before it's done. Well, you haven't seen my signature, honey. Okay. (laughs) For this week, they were baking birthday cakes. Um, Guess how far back birthday cakes go? Ancient Mesopotamia. I don't know exactly when Mesopotamia (laughs) was, but it actually dates back to Roman culture, where cakes were especially were occasionally sorry served at special birthday parties and weddings so i imagine you have to be like really rich like an emperor yeah or maybe just like the sister of an emperor (laughs) (laughs) oh who are you i'm the sister of the emperor exactly but at that point cakes were flat circles made from flour and nuts leavened with yeast and sweetened with honey so the most disgusting shit you would have ever put in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) but after that in the 15th century uh germans german bakeries actually were then selling one layer cakes, so single layer cakes for customers birthdays um as opposed to only selling cakes during weddings so previously just wedding cakes and then they were like really entrepreneurial You know, they were out there mass marketing and were like, buy some cakes for your birthday. And then into the 17th century is when we started seeing more contemporary birthday cakes with layers, with icing, with piping. And that takes us to our more modern birthday cakes that we see today. That we see today, that we see here. So we start off with Wendy. Wendy? And she had... No, wait, we don't start off with Wendy. Oops, that was... She was last. I wrote my notes out of order. We start with Sachin. Yes. Um, Or Sachin. 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 Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, s'mores cake. Oh my god, I would so eat that. It's too sweet for me. Okay, they... That was their note. They were like, this keeps, like, dentists, like, you in business. (laughs) Which is, like, a delicate way of being, like, it was good, but it was... It was too sweet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it was super cute. I love the candles. I love the candles. I love that they were Rice Krispies. They were really cute. Or um, Rice Cereal Treats, since Rice Krispie (laughs) is a brand name, and they have to refer to it that way. I have to admit, in the show, when he was laying out marshmallows, and he was, like, starting to melt them and mix them, I was like, oh, I don't like marshmallows. But when they became the candle form, I... It, uh, it sold me. Yeah. 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 He did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. I certainly see that kind of like technical skill 
um, that like I would expect yeah. a dentist to have mm-hmm. with the way he was like getting that candle done, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it really did look like a candle that had already been burning. It was like, really su- it, it was, was not like cute. it wasn't like he went to Bed Bath and Beyond and bought a candle and it's flat on the top and whatever. <laughs> it was like you know. <laughs> So he had a couple baths, like you know, yeah. lit the candle, melted a little, like it had a, it had a <laughs> it, texture. It matches the mental image of a candle. Exactly. <laughs> got it. Got it. Exactly. Uh, do you have anything else to add about no, section? Okay. No. So then we had Tim, and his was a coconut cake. It was an ocean. Um, cake. It was a coconut chocolate ocean cake. Yeah. And for his thirty eighth birthday, or for someone else turning thirty eight that he knows, sure. Um, so. Okay, I felt bad because his cake was was simultaneously too hot and raw. (laughs) That's true. It was somehow like so warm, everything was leaking out of it, but at the same time, yeah, you're right. right. That is such an odd, and that is so unfortunate because I thought that his cake actually still looked quite nice and his piping work was so good and the way that the blues all meshed together and the 38 that he'd made, it was was like, it was really good. I, I... like, I was actually really bummed out that his cake fell so flat. You know, when he said the cake wasn't as I intended it, I looked at it. I was like, oh, no, girl, you just made a dome cake. Like, it, I thought it looked, yeah. with the piping work, it looked pretty good, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Um, the only thing when I see ocean and I see, like, leaking is I, <laughs> in my mind, all I could think of was, like, the Exxon Valdez cake. <laughs> It's like the oil spill cake yeah, with everything yeah, yeah. coming out. Um, but I actually, like, I know he gets slammed for it, but I actually, I personally thought it still looked really great. I agree. Especially with all the white chocolate shells and little sea exactly. animals. Those were like, so I thought great. it looked really he did amazing. such a good job. And, and again, it, it, like, I wonder, though, in terms of, like, the raw, since there was coconut yeah. in there, is, you know how coconut sometimes, like... I don't like, like coconut. Okay, but you know how sometimes when you bake it, it's still kind of... <laughs> It's not raw, but it would kind of it's almost... It's so chewy. Yeah. It's still, I know what you mean. Right? It's not like And I, I just... I wonder if that played into part of yeah. the calling it raw. The only comment I have, so even if it had been perfect and yeah. it was still cooked, I didn't quite understand all the candles shooting out of it. I think they were supposed to be straighter, and then because <laughs> oh, it was, oh, oh, it was <laughs> too hot... Oh, okay, I get it. I get it just it. kind okay. of went like... All right. Foom. Okay. Like a flower that just opened too far. You know when, like, there's fireworks and they, like, put all the fireworks on a boat and they send it out into the ocean to, I thought, maybe... Explode? (laughs) Yeah. No. I don't... Oh, like it was like a fireworks bard? I don't don't know. I don't think... I don't know his life. I don't don't know know his interests. Uh, yeah, I don't know. His interests are chocolate. I was just going to say, you do know his interests. All right. Um, Okay. So then after Tim, we had Megan. Mm -hmm. Um... That skull. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So mm-hmm. hers specifically was a Day of the Dead cake. Um, which is actually not a birthday. So that's weird. Yeah, but if I just you, thought about it. I guess you could make a Day you, of the Dead themed cake for someone's birthday. Yeah, because her husband okay. likes Day of the Dead. Cool. Yeah, okay. Sorry. When I just said the name out loud, I was like, wait, that's not a birthday <laughs> cake. And it's like, well, any cake could be a birthday cake. Could you like, imagine if you're like, oh, it's my birthday. What do you like? It's like, I like Christmas. So people just like make <laughs> Christmas cakes for your birthday all yeah, the time. That'd yeah. be kind of weird. Um, so um, the skull was like amazing. This yeah. is like exactly kind of similar skill to what she did for her audition bake, yes. which was like the Texas Longhorn like yeah. skull. Yeah, with also a skull. Also a skull with flowers in it. 
also with flowers in this. Right. So, um, you know what? Like, great. They said that um, her cake, though, was, like, amazing. They said mm-hmm. it was the perfect cookies and cream cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love me some cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would definitely eat that cake. And I, I like, that, that looked lovely. Like, yeah. And I, I love that, like, after they're all done and they show a quick minute of them all intermingling. And Anne-Marie was, like, <laughs> her inner monologue was, like, what the fuck? I know, right? She's, <laughs> like, she's like, it's so pretty. But even if I were Anne-Marie, I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the competition's high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how into it Rochelle got. She's, like, I'm going to decapitate this cake. And she's, like, ooh. Ooh, let's got cut some, into this frontal lobe. we got lobe. some frontal lobe going on here. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. amazing. That was great. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Then after that, we had Devin. Devon. Sure. <laughs> Who had his coconut matcha cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically were like, it's too dense, but it was tasty. <laughs> so not ugly, but delicious. Dense, but tasty. <laughs> That's the second slogan. Dense, but tasty. Yeah. I personally really love matcha, so I wish I could have tried it. Yeah. I also thought it was really cute that he had a little bit of Japanese on it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. I also um, thought it was really cute that he practiced his Japanese. Did you see him? Like, yeah, he, he had, had like, like 40 signs, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, what, do I get this right? And then yeah. you pick the best one. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. And, of course, we were remiss to not mention that he was also baking it for his fiance. Mm. So cute. Ometedo. Um, Devin's fiance. Yes. At the time. Saskatchewan oh, was it even his? Was it even his birthday? I, guess I think not. it was a birthday cake for his Beyonce. So the, the eventuality of a like, birthday. I mean, yeah. everyone's got one once a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. sure. Mine was I don't think it needed to be like in, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's the reason we're also a day late. It was James's birthday on Wednesday this week. So we didn't record on Wednesday night. We, that's um, true. We didn't live. So. Okay. Um, Sadia was next, I think. Uh, yes, she was. Um, <laughs> uh, I wrote, I want to try that buttercream. Okay. Because, like, Dan freaked out when she was making it, and then Bruno and Rochelle both were like, holy fucking shit. So. Cookie butter buttercream? Yeah. Um, That's like a tongue twister. Cookie butter buttercream. Cookie butter buttercream. I know? know. So here's the thing about the Party cake. Party in the jungle. Party in the jungle cake. That is some jungle book realness. Um, so here's the thing about the cake that I was actually quite impressed with, which is that she was doing something with, like, a piñata or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, it was a like whole candy. concept. Yeah. And that all fell apart. Yep. But even when she brought the cake, it did look a bit unfinished because of time. But you couldn't really tell that whatever she had intended wasn't there anymore. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, no, it no, still no. looked like I, a full I cake. I agree. But it was one of those things where, like, when they're showing her and she, like, had her, like, little moment when she was literally just, like, scoop, clump. I was like, oh, my when God. When she threw out oh half her cake. Oh, my God. Right? Like, yeah. it, it... So, um... Okay, how do you think in terms of... Because they, they don't rank showstoppers, per se. Yeah. Do you think that she was, like, kind of penalized enough for the fact that she was literally, like, missing half her cake? Like, because Rochelle was like, like, it's a tenacious effort, and we're pleased with the fact that you still presented something to us, but, right. like, you know... She was missing half a cake. I'm like, you should get penalized if you say, I'm going to make this, and then you don't make this. So, so here's my opinion on that, because, again, obviously we're not there. We're not, like, Rochelle and Bruno. Yeah. Like, we know nothing. But here's my thing. Compared to someone like Tim, 
Because Tim's cake, despite the fact that it had fallen to the point where I thought the yeah. candles were fireworks off a barge, <laughs> um, his cake to me still looked complete yeah. and concept was executed, even if it was a little bit drippy. Whereas someone like the cake that Sadia, or something like the cake that Sadia had made, was like you could still see the chocolate cake, like the icing wasn't really there, yeah. and the animals were kind of thrown off. Oh, and the animals were white, and the icing was white, and it was just kind no, of... I, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't... So to that extent, like, I don't... I would say it... I guess it wasn't raw. That was it. It's just that her cake was not... Well, in addition to the delicious buttercream, it was not a raw cake. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yep. Um, so then we had Anne-Marie. Yeah. Um... She received, oh, and sorry, her cake specifically was a happy hour cake. Yeah. And her comments were essentially like, it's okay. Like. I didn't get drunk off it. Right. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> that's got to be a bit of, and yeah. she wasn't pleased exactly with the I way know, that it had turned out, but I feel like it's got to be a bit of a bummer when they're like being like, well, there's not too much booze. And it's I like know. grasping for something to say about the cake where, where, it, it's almost kind of neither here nor there. Yeah. Like, you can't critique it up here, you can't critique it down here. Like, what do you really do with it? Yeah. So. I just like the narrative that Amory told with her cakes throughout this episode, which is like, sophisticated lady going to a rosemary and fig tea party. You know, she's putting a bit of cough syrup in her tea. She's getting a little, <laughs> she's getting a little tipsy at the tea party. Cough she goes syrup. home, or and then yeah, she yeah, makes yeah. like, little sort of a messy orange chiffon cake, but she's she's still keeping it up, you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. Still, she boils her citrus. She boiled it because she was too busy pouring that glass of wine, yeah. right? And then she just goes on to like full-on effing like whiskey stout cake. She's just like, you know, she's down at the local pub. She's just getting yeah, raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Like the cake's not even done. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah, those yeah. electric LED candles are just blinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. loving I'm loving that narrative. Yeah, yeah. If there was like a um, accidental narrative baker, it goes to Anne-Marie for this week. Okay, cool. Totally. Should we just like add that into our, our baking bracket? I think if it makes sense, I think <laughs> it, it, we should add... <laughs> who told the best story? <laughs> who told the best accidental narrative yeah. this week? Uh, maybe we should add that okay, to our bracket. Cool. cool. Um, so then after that, it was Meng Ling. Um, amazing cake. Amazing cake. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the only thing that, that, uh, bothered me was, so you know how at the beginning of the episode, they're like this season and they like show you various snippets and everything. Yeah. Um, they like also showed that cake in the opening and it was like relatively distinctive and I have like a pretty good memory for like teeny tiny snippets. So as soon as they like showed like her, you know, when they show like the, the storybook thing and it's like. Ming Ling is baking or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, so she does well. Oh, because yeah. I knew that they'd shown a cake that looked good. I um, honestly thought that was going to be Devin's cake. Oh, because of the green? Yeah. yeah makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they thought that the green inside was a little garish for the lime. Because, um, oh yes, her cake was blueberry lime naked cake. Like the day I was born. <laughs> Mailing's one-liners are like the the places she goes with her cake concept. She's Alyssa Edwards. She 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 is the Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, she is a back 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 rolls. 
<laughs> she is the Alyssa Edwards. You're yeah, so right? right. Like yeah. she's she just amazing lines. Um, but blueberry and lime, what weird flavors? Like I've, I've had that never before. Had, I've never I've had that before. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I had it. I, I had love... it at Nadej. Ooh, okay. See, because I I love like both of those flavors. I've never had a lime cake. Like I wonder. I've had like lime key lime pie, oh, lime shit. whatever. Yeah. I never had a lime cake. Yeah. So. I was, like, really interested in her cake, and I thought it looked lovely. Yeah. So, good for you, Mang Lang. When she was making green, I mean, I know they said it was a blueberry lime thing, but we're not, I mean, frankly, we also, we also drink when we watch this, so I wasn't, like, fully, fully aware. Yeah. And when I saw green, I was like, oh, I was just like, oh, she's gonna make a matcha cake, and I was like, oh, don't let the Asian person make a matcha cake. We're already dealing with enough as it is, but it wasn't, it was lime. No, Devin didn't. Devin did. So. Um, Homegirl Devin. Yes. So then we had Andre. Um, Andre. <laughs> I just wrote, cake queen. Uh, cake queen. Queen yeah. for a cake. Or as Michael says, <laughs> yeah, say queen, queen for a cake. cake. Queen for a cake. Cake for a queen. Mm-hmm. Um, the sugar work was bonkers, 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 bonkers. Completely blown out. The way that he, and this is what in I was talking way. about in terms of like, you know, we were saying Sadia's cake and you could still see some of the chocolate through it. It was like, she just kind of gone around with it. Yeah. And the sides of Andre's cake had like these like swirls up the sides. Then he had those flowers mm-hmm. that he had piped. And then he did the sugar work cram. It was like, eh, oh my God. And the checkerboard inside, like, he went all out. Girl, there is a reason why I called him Star. Okay, okay, okay. So first of all, I just want to say that he is... I don't know if you ever had this experience where, like, there's, like, a project due, and, like, you do it last minute, and you do it well, and you're like, you know what? For a last minute project, this is pretty good. And then you have to bring it to class, and then someone ahead of you is, like, presenting, like, oh, I've been working on this this Bristol board thing for, like, eight weeks, and it's, like, it has, like, pinwheels on it, and there's movement, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, well, fuck. You're like, yeah. well, shit. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, God damn it, Megan. Yeah. That was basically, I feel like that was, like, Andre's cake to everybody, maybe minus uh, Mingling. Yeah, yeah. Mingling, I think, yeah, it, it can still, like hold up decently. Well, she, had, she had height. She had and layers. She had, and she had gold. She, gold. she was obsessed with gold paint. <laughs> <laughs> She's like painting gold everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Andre blew it out of the water. Like, if he can keep it up, then he is going to be, like, new number one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> cool. Uh, then after that, we had Timothy. Um, Conchita versed Kate. <laughs> No, Conchita Worst was Rise Like a Phoenix. This was Remains of a Phoenix. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I feel like it's a Harry Potter thing. Yeah, but but Bruno Bruno's thing was like, well, you picked like a hard concept to do with a cake. True. Which was like a really delicate way of being like, why was it not like rise like a phoenix why was it like pile of coffee grounds because it's, on a because it's remains of a phoenix <laughs> she hasn't why. risen yet no, i know but she's, why she's but still she's but still you're grounded. making the cake you That's can true. do what you want <laughs> she doesn't have to be dead like <laughs> yeah i get it so uh, mm-hmm. i i uh but good chocolate work the okay the feathers like and Whoa. the flames. Yeah, Feathers in the Flames, really good. To me, that was when I was like, okay, this is how I got on the show, because he did stuff mm-hmm. like this. Like, mm-hmm. this is really impressive work, because that stuff did look really good. And it, it, 
still seemed messy, yeah. but at least there were elements this time that didn't seem messy. So I will say this, and I feel like maybe this is why there's a bit of tension about this week's elimination that Michael, and I'm feeling a little bit too, but I, I will say that even though the execution, Timothy's execution, from what we see this episode, is arguably worse than Tim's, I will say that the ambition on Timothy's side has been higher than it was on Tim's. Yes. Um, was it the, I, I'm almost like, because I mean, the piping that, that Tim did, although I guess anytime you can do like, you know, mirrored pieces of like, you know. I still think it was a hard call, but I think there's something to do with like, um, sugar work with like a gradient on it and like infusing different colors and letting that sort of manifest. I, I do know. think that it's also sometimes like, I think that he's potentially, Timothy is potentially a baker with promise, mm. you know? And so sometimes you'll kind of look and you'll you'll say like, you know, um, hey, I think this person could do better next week. So like, we'll give them one more week. Yeah. But like, you know, as we've learned from like RuPaul's Drag Race... How many times does the queen that gets saved week one go home week two? Yeah. And the queen that went home week one really probably should have stayed, but they just had a bad day. Totally. And um, Tim had a bad day. Tim had a bad day. Yeah. 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 And I feel, I feel bad. Where's our Julian this season? I don't know. Yeah. What we're not gonna, watching this What were you going to say? We're not, um, I was going to say, I know they don't do this in any of the Bake Offs, but they should bring a baker back. They should bring a baker back. Yeah. Just a hint, you should bring a baker back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh, imagine you brought a baker back. Yeah, that would be like... That would be like mind-blowing. Yeah, that would, would be it. really good. That well, that's what really they would good. do for All-Stars Bakers. Yes. <laughs> Canadian, yes. Canadian Baking Show All-Stars. All-Stars. They get to vote each other off, and then the best baker goes home. And they get a $10,000 <laughs> cash tip, and someone can PayPal someone $10,000. Yes, I love it. Um, so we're not even done yet. I know, so, okay. I know. Sorry, Wendy, we moved on. Uh, Anne of Green Gables cake. Anne with um, an E. Yes. I haven't watched that. Is it good? It's pretty good. Okay. Um, Watch.cbc.ca. So... <laughs> Um, Rochelle's, like, thing about this one was, um, she's like, it's so feminine. Yeah. Um, and it was, but I mean, the other thing too is like, part of her decoration on her cake was like a teacup that she didn't make. So, you know, that adds, it adds like a nice thing, but like everyone else's decorations were like baked decorations. I still thought her cake looked nice. I, I, I would have totally eaten it. Um, but it it just it was like not quite there for me. I struggled with this cake personally a little bit because <clears throat> I love the concept, I love the elements, I love the lace, and the teacup's cute, and the, the polka- lace was really good, right? And the polka dots also super cute. But I do agree that on execution there was just something a little because even like where the lace met, it wasn't lined up, you know. A little, a little messy. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of torn over this cake. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's all of them. Um, so then the judges deliberate, and um, we end up with the result that is Andre as Star Baker, mm-hmm. and then uh, Tim, not Timothy, 
goes home. I know. So when we did our prep week, our thing was like, oh, yeah, Tim and Timothy. Going to be hard to keep track of that this season. Well, not anymore. Guess not. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we've kind of gone over our feelings a little bit. But, James, do you have anything that you'd like to add? I just feel as if, okay, so there's two options here. It's either that it really was a really, like, close call. And they did have a lot of trouble deciding between the two. Or either due to time restraints in terms of editing the episode, um, we lost something in the deliberation or the overall image. Because I don't think Tim's bakes were that bad. No, me neither. Whereas, like, Timothy was 10th in the technical. Yeah. His, like upside down cake and like the fact that they were even like your knife skills like need work it's um so but I don't want this to be like a Shangela Trixie Mattel all stars three thing like it you know it is what it is like the reasons you know and and the 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 way I, I view it is kind of like okay cool Timothy's still in it, so next week Timothy, like let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Yeah, I just because we got peaks of it with that last cake yeah. with the feathers and whatever, right? True. But I think you mentioned it. So this season, at least from our perspective of of, of, of uh, Canadian baking, everyone was fairly fairly competitive. Like yep. obviously, some people outshone others, like Andre Mengling. Meng Lang, you know, they yep. just they're just shooting through. Yeah, but. On the other level, everyone's sort of bringing it. People falter at different times, but it's not like obviously one person should go home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine it was pretty difficult to uh, pick a, a, a person. To- I also just thought that for the whole episode, there weren't really any of those moments of like disaster. And sometimes, you know what? To me, it's well, like Anne one Marie's disaster. Bottom fell out. Okay, true. <laughs> and Sadia's pinata okay. disappeared. But like, I felt like the very first episode of season one. Yeah was, like, watch it. And again, it oh, was, like, yeah. a hot day, and yeah. there was a lot of yeah. chocolate. When Pierre's was walls happening. gave way. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It did. The, I know. Thing, the stuff came and out then, the and, side. And I mean, James's yeah. record player thing. And, like, it was just, there was a lot uh, in that one, you know, whereas this time, it's, like, it's strong. Everyone comes off, like, pretty good, right? Like, mm. I, I didn't really feel like any one baker had a disaster of a week. So it probably was a hard elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just sad that Tim is gone. I know. I feel like he was gone too soon. Yeah. I almost kind of want to see a show where, like, they would do, like, a prep week like episode where even if it's like it's digital exclusive only and all of the bakers get like maybe it's not even a full amount of challenges but something where it's just like you get to know them all a little bit better you get to all see them bake a couple things and then they do the first real episode yeah like you know Uh, i agree with that on a tangent have you seen that show the goods it's like Steven Sabados and yeah, like three other okay, people, yeah. and it's like a lifestyle show. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like all the bakers should be on that show. Yeah. That's what I feel. Like, because it'd be funny. Know, yeah, that would be fun. Anyway. Um, so, we had our baking brackets. Um, <sighs> I'm sighing because I totally lost. Yeah, you did. You're fucking <laughs> down two points, and that's what's up. Um, okay, so we had. Um, who did you have a star baker? I picked Andre. I picked Devin. So I got two points Home because girl, Andre Devin. was actually star baker. Totally. Um, and then who did you pick fifth for? I think uh, I... uh, what's it? Technical. I think I picked Timothy. Yes, you did pick Timothy. Yeah. Um, and I picked Meng Ling. 
So Timothy came in tenth, and Mengling came in second. Who was so. fifth? Uh, Did Sadia come in? Sadia came Sadia in came Okay, in so we were wrong yes. on that one. Okay. Um, so then now, uh, it's two points for Michael. <laughs> zero points for James. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then, so now we have to pick our uh, week two. And next week is Biscuit Week. Biscuit. Biscuit, as we call them. Um, oh, God. Who do you think is going to... Who do you think is going to be Star Baker? Star Baker next week. Um, Sachin. I think it's going to be Mengling next week. Okay. Cool. And then, who do you think is going to come in fifth in the technical? Andre. Okay. Sadia. <laughs> I'm picking it two weeks in a row. Based on trends. Okay. And then, now that it's actually been a week, who do you think is going home next week? I think Wendy may go home. Timothy. All right. We got it. Perfect. So uh, we will find out what happens next week oh my on the Great Canadian Baking Show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at GCBS Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. We are also at GCBS Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook. Our page is The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the Great Canadian Baking Show. Um, anything else you'd like to add, James? No, that's it for this week for me. You see you upset that I have more points than you. No, no. It's just that someone keeps on talking about it. <laughs> right. um, okay, so yeah, this was a lot of fun. Please be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review or likes wherever possible. Um, and hopefully next week we will be coming at you with an interview with this week's Eliminated Baker, Tim. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we will... See you guys next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. The Cooling Rack is produced by Messenger Bag Media. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.